Welcome back to our podcast. I'm Tatiana. This is Price. And this is Tanisha. And we are POV, Pretty Outspoken and Vivacious. Today, we're going to be discussing a hot topic and something that a lot of people are talking about, and rightfully so, because um, it's important that we shed light on this topic if we want to change anything. So today, we're going to be talking about colorism. For, for those of you, I don't know who wouldn't know, but for those of us who don't know what colorism is, colorism is a form of racial discrimination that's based on the shade of an, an individual skin tone, typically favoring lighter skin. So on this topic, I don't really pay attention to colorism, I have to say. It's not something... Huh? consider myself light-skinned I might be considered light-skinned by society I don't consider myself light-skinned you don't really no I don't okay that's weird so I think it's important for us to address the whole light skin thing or or why colorism is even a thing um so I don't know if this is where it started, but I mean, it probably started before this, I'm sure. But it became like prevalent in America after, you know, with the whole like um, slave masters getting with the slaves. And then once the baby was born, they were lighter skin. And then so what ended up happening is um, the lighter skin people uh, ended up working in the houses so they had easier work and easier jobs versus the darker slaves were um, in the fields and picking cotton and, and whatnot. So I just think it just started because somebody got to be better than somebody. So <laughs> I think that's yeah, what it is. What okay. is. But why does that doesn't even make any sense because who's to the, what made them decide that someone has to be better than the next because of skin tone? Because they're closer to white. So, okay. Like, so. Not, you, you know, I understand you more because you live in my neighborhood or you're my age or whatever. So, like, light-skinned people are closer to white than, I'm, I'm quote, I'm, I'm putting in my air quotes here. They're, they're, they're closer to white than the dark-skinned people. See what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Yes. Okay, so, okay. Anyways. I understand that, okay, the white people, quote unquote, or whatever, in America, you know, were Europeans and stuff. So there's the Eurocentric standard of what, like, right, like, light is right, or of what beauty is based on the Eurocentric, you know, the Eurocentric standards or whatever. But why do you guys think it just, like, continued over how many years now? Like, it's still, literally, it's 2019, and we still have people being discriminated amongst your own race, for one, because that's, like, where it's most prevalent, obviously, is in the black community. So, in the black community, we have people who are lighter skin tones being favored, not only by white people, but by black people. Um, A lot of times, you'll see, like, people will be like, oh, she's 
she's really pretty. And the person who they'll say, oh, it's pretty, is lighter skin tone, lighter colored eyes, the more Eurocentric standards of beauty features. Whereas somebody who's darker, they might get, oh, you're really pretty, pause, for a black girl. Or you're really pretty, pause, for a dark skin girl. Um, so I wonder like why that continues to be like the focus or why, you know, you know what I mean? Well, as I said before, it stems from somebody has to be better than someone. And then, as you said, that has always been the norm where black people were looked down upon because, you know, European standards were the norm of, ooh, this is what you should look like and all that. So it's just carried over to now, if I'm black, current than someone, or, oh, you know, it's a human nature of somebody has to be better. Sure. I don't know why it still exists, but I'm enjoying, enjoying, um, I'm still enjoying it. I know I'm not supposed to say that, enjoying but it's true. What? Enjoying what? Being uh, light-skinned? I am. I'm still enjoying it. Being light-skinned? Sad, How are you enjoying true. being light-skinned? That doesn't make any sense. If some, if you walk into a room of, if you walk into a room at work of professionals or whatever, right? Uh-huh. A lot of times, especially in your case or whatever, a lot of times you may be the token black person, period. It doesn't matter if you're lighter Times I'm, black I'm person. 95% of the times I'm the only black okay. person. Okay, so with that being said, you don't get preference because you're a light-skinned black person in that room. No, I get preference. I get. I feel like I get preference for being a light-skinned black person around black people. Let me give you a four instance. That's my right? point. Like, so that. Okay, what? go ahead. No, let me give you a four instance. My father-in-law, when I first met him, he was like, oh, thank goodness he brought a, um, what is she, what did he call me? He said, oh, um, he said, thank goodness he, she, you, he didn't bring, he's talking about my husband, thank goodness he didn't bring a darkie in here. And I'm like, uh, what that mean? <laughs> but his wife is a dark anything about skinned him. woman. And then he said, he said, um, he said, because cause they have attitudes. And he was saying stuff about them being loud. It was just on and on and on. And then he looked past some of my issues. I'm going <laughs> Because he was so excited that I wasn't a black girl. And it's happened to me at work. It's happened, like, I've gotten jobs or opportunities that I should. I know I wasn't. Uh, um, um, prepared for or deserving of, I've gotten them, and I know it's because I look the way I look. I could pretend that it's because I'm so vivacious, but I mean, <laughs> but <laughs> that would only get you so far. Ty, you don't honestly, you don't think that sometimes it works for you? Um, I really don't pay Are attention you- to it. Okay. I, I, okay. I'm sure it has worked for me in my favor. I just don't. It's not something that I notice. Oh. I don't know how to explain that and say it like in the fact that I don't go, oh, I got picked because of that. Like, it's not something I notice. I'm just like, oh, well, 
I guess I worked hard. I, it might. It, <laughs> like, I don't know how to explain it. Like, I just, I personally don't pay attention to it. Because okay. I try to put my all into anything yeah, I do anyway. You don't have to okay, so. That's like, a, that's like a white person saying, yeah, I don't have Okay, so speaking from the perspective of a dark, I'm not a dark skin. My skin is more of a medium brown, but still, I'm a darker skin, the darkest of us three anyways, and I'm a darker skinned girl. So speaking from my perspective, I understand it because, one, you can work as hard as you want to, and you can be the brightest, most beautiful crayon in the box, but you're still the darkest crayon in the box in the group of crayons. I, got, I went off on a tangent, but you can work as hard as you want, but there's still that stigma of if you're a dark-skinned black girl, then that means you must be a few, a few things, like Tanisha just said. That means you must be, one, ag- aggressive. You must be ghetto. You must be loud. You must be confrontational. All of these things that they automatically assume you are. So even if you walk into the room and you're like me, where you're, yes, you're brown skin, but you are none of those things, really. Like you're not, you're soft spoken and you're not aggressive and you're not this and you're not that. All the things that you're not ghetto, you're not loud, you're not rude. All the things that they say you're supposed to be because you're a dark skinned black person. Even with that being said, they still expect it from you, right? So the minute you say, oh, I'm sorry, I really don't like that. Or, oh, no, I don't appreciate when people speak to me that way. Or, oh, you, they immediately, they're like, why are you, why do you have an attitude? Why are you being like, you know what I mean? They automatically like, so then you feel like, okay, I've been pigeonholed. I'm in this box. Even if you don't want to feel that, you feel it anyways, because that's what happens. And so... You know, they're like, oh, you're so outspoken or you're so um, you're extremely passionate about that. Why did you get an attitude all of a sudden? It's like, no, I'm 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 not allowed to express my opinion. Uh, Becky and Elizabeth just said the exact same thing, but they didn't get jumped on when they said it. So, like, why am I being jumped on? So then you feel like, okay, you've been pigeonholed. So then every time after that, you're like expecting it. So then you have to become almost like confrontational because what else can you do? (laughs) Like, you know what I mean? Like if somebody's saying, why are you so aggressive? You're like, oh, I'm not being aggressive. They're like, no, you're being aggressive. No, I'm not being aggressive. No, you really are being aggressive. Why am I being aggressive? You know what I mean? So it's like they make you go to that point. Then they're like, see, told you you're aggressive. And that's how it is for a lot of brown skin girls. I'm serious. And then a lot of times think, okay, well, I'll present like a really popular example. Beyonce and Kelly. Uh, Kelly's a great singer, but would she ever get to the recognition of a Beyonce? No. And it's something that's super prevalent in like the entertainment industry. I mean, it's prevalent all over, but in the entertainment industry it really is. In fact, Beyonce's own father came out and said, and he was their manager. He was a creator of the group and everything. And he said, my daughter got way more opportunities. My daughter, they told me to put her up front because she's the lighter skin with the long hair. So she's the pretty one. So she got to go up front. 
not just because she's my daughter, but that's why. And he was like, it, this, this is something that, you know, happens in the entertainment industry all the time. Think of, you know, a Gabrielle Union or a, a um, who else? What's the, the darker girl? See, look at me. What's the darker girl from 3 3LW? Guess what? I know the lighter one, Adrienne Bailon. You know what I'm saying? Like, so it, that's messed up. Like, you know? The girl from Power. Like, she's super talented. But, like, do people really look at her like they did, you know, Adrienne? No, because they're like, oh, it's the dark skin dark skinned girl, the backup singer. When she has the, she's a third of a group. She's not the backup. She's a third. Well, their whole group had their own issues. But it's also, but I think it also, like, especially when you're talking about the entertainment industry, it's around, like, the people you're around, the people who are pushing you. Like, yes, that's going to play a factor to it, but the people who you have surrounding you and they're trying to push you to get where you need to go, or, like, they need to. I don't agree with that. Because they can push you up front all they want, but if society doesn't accept you up front, the group's not going to pop. You get what I'm saying? But society is looking for that lighter-skinned girl to be up front. Never mind that society, you know, on a whole other level of being black, period, but society's not looking for the darker-skinned girl. Think of, think of, okay, look at Fantasia. That girl can sing, but um, is anybody checking for Fantasia? Not really. But I don't think that's because she's dark. She can sing. Sorry, go ahead. She can sing, but she doesn't have the right people around her. She doesn't have the right look. I'm telling you. She doesn't have the right look. There are a lot of great... And don't be fat. Don't be black, dark skin, and fat. Like, that's just a double no. That's a double no. And don't be... No, don't be black, don't be fat, and don't be a woman altogether because those three things are the negative, negative, negative. Listen, there's literally this girl I used to work with, right? She was like, on the scale of like um, brown paper back to midnight, she was midnight, right? But she was ridiculously smart like ridiculously smart but not but whenever her and I are together we code switch right so we're just sitting there having blah 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 or regular black girl conversation and it's always fine because we turn it off when we go into our meetings and when we talk to our clients or whatever um people when whenever people would hear her code switching and using her slang and doing her own thing on her off time or whatever people would go oh my god she's so ghetto she's so loud when I did it it was cute like someone has said to me that's cute you know how crazy that is that is crazy and it couldn't be anything else but the way we looked what else could it be honestly oh you are making a face why are you Making a face. Who? Don't agree? No, I agree. I just don't. I don't. What, my whole thing is, which would probably be going off the subject, but why do we need the code switch? Just be your regular self. I'm the same person in a meeting or not. My face, you go what? know it from my face. So, if you're talking to me by myself or in front of a group of people. Never. Ever, ever, never, not once. <laughs> 
no, I don't care who you are. If I'm going to say it, I'm going to say it. It might be... And um, that's why people might, might call me blunt, elder, but... Elder millennial thing, but there are some things that I am not... Comfortable with doing uh, or saying? Or even if, it, if, even if it's not that extreme where it's like, there's some things I won't say to you because you're not a part of the community. That's not... Even if it's not to that extreme, it's sometimes just a level of comfortability with someone who looks like you. So even if it's just like, girl, goodbye, or something very simple, code switching that way, as opposed to, um, would you believe them? It's not, it's more than likely it's not us versus them. It's just the, 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 the words you're using to communicate. Does that make sense? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, so like it's not anything extreme that I couldn't do. It's just not so what it's is just what you acceptable choose to do. in the boardroom, if you understand what I'm saying. See, Anyways. And that's, as I said, that's, yeah, that's another whole nother topic. Off the topic. But oh, for God. me, as I said, I don't, I don't put much stock into colorism. I don't put, I, I might do it unconsciously. Subconsciously, yes, that that (laughs) Subconsciously, because that's just what society has put out there. So I might do it without even thinking about it. And I'm I'm more than likely sure I have done it before. But at the same, when it comes to like looking at for me, I don't pay attention to it. I don't care. Now I have a question because you're a lighter skinned. You're a lighter-skinned brown person, right? Mm-hmm. You're a lighter-skinned black person. So with that being said, so you're saying you, you don't really get the effects of it. You don't pay attention to it. You don't see it happening, right? So as somebody sitting here who is darker telling you it happens, it happens all the... Hang on. It happens all the time. So not, I mean, not just to me. I'm talking about history has said it happens, it happens, it happens, it happens, it continues to happen, Right. When someone who is a black person or brown person doesn't recognize that it's happening to our own people, and I'm not just talking about because we went off a little bit was talking about white people. It's not it, it, it's not even about white people. I'm talking about in your own community when you have black people saying, "Oh, they're you know." I want to get with a white girl because that way my babies can come out with lighter skin and lighter eyes or because I think that's what's pretty. I think that that that's the standard of beauty or whatever. So when you don't recognize it, do you think like, don't you think like you're a part of the problem? Okay, but I didn't say I didn't recognize it. I said I don't pay attention to it for me. I recognize it. It happens out there in society all the time. And I said I even might be a con- I am even a contributor to it. I just said I don't put it on, oh, I'm only getting this because I'm like, like I don't, that doesn't pop up in my head when something like that happens. That's what oh, I'm saying. Yeah, that's a totally that. different situation, though. I'm not saying I don't notice it. I, I definitely do. I've met plenty of dudes that are like, oh, you're pretty because you're like, but I'm just like, uh, no, thank you. That's not something I focus on. I'd rather, that's not my vibe. You go over there. So I'm, I notice it. I'm not saying it doesn't happen. I'm not saying it's not something that we should attempt to, I don't Continue. know any word, no, attempt to not do, I don't know the right word, for lack of a better word, 
something that we should pay more attention to and consciously try not to do it. But it's not going to change over because I'm simply saying it's a people are always going to be somebody has to be better than someone. Yeah, but every okay, I understand that. But like, like, especially with black women, because I feel like a, a, a darker skinned guy can walk into a room and still get all the attention in the world and all that. Even if he walks in with three light-skinned guys, the dark-skinned guy can still get attention. If a dark-skinned girl walks in a room with three light-skinned girls, the dark-skinned girl will be the last girl to more than likely be approached, right? So when, and I'm not even just, not just that situation, but like, you know what I'm saying? Like, opportunities, they don't get it. They're not the first pick for opportunities or whatever the case may be. So when those darker-skinned women are saying, hey, like, we're not crying wolf here. Like, this is real. Like, we're tired of being singled out and put down and left out and, you know, all that stuff. Like, how do we go about, like, recognizing that to the point where we're not just saying, oh, yeah, sure, it exists. But we recognize it and we want to change it. So, like, what do we do to change it, you know? You know what I'm saying? I know it's, that's hard, but, like, what do we do to change it? Because if we, like, we want it to change, like, I would hope that you two would want it to change, but I want it to change, not just for me, but just in general. You don't want, like, for instance, you know, you, you don't want, like, young black men, even though they come from black women, to sit here and say, oh, we want the white girls only because we're trying to get light-skinned babies or whatever the case may be. You know, you don't want that. Like, you don't want to sit here, give birth a, a child, and the child says, I think that white women are beautiful. I think that black girls are ghetto. And I'm like, but you came from a black woman. Does that make your mother ghetto? Like, does that make your mother ugly? Like, she gave birth to you. So, I mean, ghetto. I mean that's all, a whole other thing. That's but that's just a stereotype that people put on it. Yeah, but it's but it's something that means. Every, but anyway, if you're educated, yeah, you understand that. But colloquialism says that ghetto is is the word that is. Okay. We know we know what the word means. That doesn't change the fact of that's how the word is used. Listen, to answer your question, Period. I think like for you're doing it right now. Just really just talking about it, making people aware. Um, uh, 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 a lot of people of color are, don't think about it in their everyday life, which for a lot of us... Me being one of them. You being one of them? Yeah, I don't really think about it. Do you know what that is? Do you know what that is? Light-skinned privilege. It made me think of um, this professor that says, um, I don't see color in my class. It's that thing where... But you should see it, because then it takes away from my experience. You should see experience the world as a dark person. You should notice that um, I might not be getting all the opportunities that someone else has. So that's what it reminds me of when you say, don't know to be fair, or I don't care, or whatever it is. That's what it reminds me of when, when, when uh, white people say, or the, I'm sorry, when the caucasoids say, um, I don't see color. What the hell is a caucasoid? What is that? A caucasoid? Oh, wow. <laughs> what the caucasoid is? <laughs> I, 
like Negroid that is the first time I'm hearing that. I will put it in my word bank. Cockles. You should have put it in there. That sounds so nasty, though. <laughs> what? My, my brain is going in the opposite direction. The way it sounds. But no, legit, like, first step, recognizing it and talking about it. The more you talk about it, the more people will think about it, um, the more you'll be aware of it. What do you think? I agree with that. I think, like, it's definitely important to recognize that we have to deal with, like, the the issue of color spectrum. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, sure, somebody's going to be better than the next. But how about it not be based off of the color of your skin? That's not really... It can be based off... Okay, so it can be based off of your accomplishments. It can be based off of... People are... This person might be prettier and, quote, prettier because your version of what's beautiful might not be my version of what's beautiful. But... I'm talking about solely, like, in America. I know it's started to, like, you know, go... It's it spread around the world or whatever. But, like, in America, the standard of beauty is a white woman with blonde hair, light-colored eye Or light-colored hair, light-colored eyes, a thin Ukrainians. nose. Ukrainians! Sorry. Okay. That, that's a what thin I nose. You, you know what I'm saying? Like, so, in order to move from that, you have to recognize that just because you might have a wider nose and you might have bigger lips, like those things are beautiful as also, you know what I'm saying? Those things are beautiful too. You don't have to just say, oh, you're not as pretty because you don't have a skinny nose. You're not as pretty because you have big lips. In fact, uh, Kim Kardashian would beg to differ because she, you know what I'm saying? Like they're, they're trying to get the African features. You know what I mean? They're paying That's for sense, it. But the fact of the matter is they're not dark skin. That's what I'm saying. They're not dark skin. That spice. Y'all know spice? Jamaican rap. That's all. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Spice is the black version how she looks of Kim Kardashian, right? No. (laughs) She don't get no play. What are you talking about? She has the same... Measurement situation happening. I mean, she a black girl, so she got a little more. But I mean, I don't love the example of Spice because she's had work done. I'm talking about a natural woman who doesn't. I'm talking about a natural woman with that hasn't had work done. Your natural body, your natural skin color, your natural face. I don't know none of them. No, but no, but what I'm seriously like, what I'm saying is. You, we have to be able to recognize that someone in their natural state, their natural skin, their natural nose, their natural, you know what I'm saying? It's all, can also be beautiful, period. Like, it, you don't have to have. Okay, we agree. That, but I, uh, I think we agree. Yeah, we agree on, yes. we agree with what you're yes, saying. Yes, but the more, just... the more you sit here and say like, I don't see it. Or when you say, oh, well, you know, I don't know. I just. <laughs> it's not a point that I, we I think don't we, see I think it. we agree. Yeah. I think we agree that um that a, a, a big part of not it, you know it might be a generational thing too. Don't you think, boys? Um, it could be in a sense because it's what you learn. It's something that is learned. If it started out. 
It is because a lot of these young kids, that's what they learned. That's what they saw. They are so into the at home. They're being, you know, Ooh, watch this video, watch this, or see, look at this person. This person's fam- famous, and ooh. So it's all, it's something they have learned to do. Like, it's something they learn to say, oh, I want to be light skinned, or I want to be like this person. If you say light skinned one more time, light skinned. Light skinned. Light skinned. Light skinned. I've been in the South, see? That's one of my, that's one of my, I talk like this. (laughs) She had texted me, she was light skinned. But it's a learned behavior. How do you unlearn it? It's not unlearning it. It's recognizing that there's a problem there and starting to change the problem. But I feel like it's it's been recognized. It's something that is recognized. Of course it's recognized. It's recognized by this person and this person and that person. Recognizing it like on a whole. But it's also recognized in the large media sense, which is a very big thing in our society now. It's recognized in a lot of different ways. It's just... It's something that is has been learned and ingrained in people. It's the same thing yeah, as why people are racist. It's it's ingrained in them. Over time, it has been kind of washed out. Not fully, but it's kind of washed out. All those people that it was ingrained in are dying. Yay. But, so a new generation, as Tanisha said, it's a generation thing. It's going to take a couple generations. Well, I'm just saying that's the truth. They are dying. All those Ku Klux Klan members that are like, okay, Whoa. that's that's so, all good and great that they're. Colorist, then second, you're gonna be an ageist. You are just checking them off on your list, sister girl. I'm just being honestly factual. I mean, I don't, I don't see how that that doesn't add up for me either because it's like, okay, good and great, they're dying. I mean, you know, whatever. But, but. It still doesn't change the fact that people who are 21 and younger or brown people who are 21 and younger, a lot of them are still checking for, let me see if this person checks off these Eurocentric features and this Eurocentric standard of beauty. But yeah, that's what I'm saying. So it's it's learned, but it continues to be learned. You're saying it's dying off. It's not. Because it continues to be learned. In fact, now it's even worse because now they, you know, everybody can can be with a white girl if they want to, which is fine. There's nothing wrong with that. Nothing at all, except if you're doing that because you hate the color of your own skin, that's sad. Or if you're doing that because, because honestly, at the end of the day, that's what it is. You don't love the color. You don't love yourself enough to say, oh, I don't want somebody who looks like me because that color is better. That color is cleaner. That color is prettier. To go more, to explain myself more, what I mean is they're dying out, as we were, Tanisha was saying, it's a generational thing, as in it was learned that t- it takes time. It's like anything that we do now. What, high-waisted mom pants are coming back. How okay, long ago so, had that so went is, is slavery going to come back? I mean, Probably you don't know. It that's could. what I'm saying. Like, so it's not. That's what I'm saying. So it's not dying out because we're still being ignorant to the fact that we have to like make drastic changes. So like every time somebody says stuff like, "Oh, light skin," that well, why is, why you gotta point out the fact that she's light skinned? 
why not just say the brown girl or the black girl or Tatiana or whatever? Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, why is it have to be the color, the lighter, pointing out that she's lighter or that she's darker. I guess my whole point I'm making is it's just human nature. It's it's not not human nature. You just said it was learned. Think about that. It was learned. Yes, it's a learned human nature thing. Yeah. She did. No, it is. First of all, if the dean of the University of Connecticut is listening, if the dean of the University of Connecticut is listening, you need to check some diplomas. How do you all grow? You learn and you're nurtured. What you're nurtured is is how and that but mostly you pick up stuff from what you learn. You can be you're a blank state when you come into this world. What you learn we all from understand it makes that, but up I'm what your nurture about you is. Saying human nature, that's all. I'm saying it's that it's always. I'm saying there's no end solution to it. It's always going to be something. It might, as I said, it might die out for a bit, and it's going to come right back. It's it's just the I way our you. human brains are I, I, made. I, I, I get that. We got to be better. We have to find something wrong. So there's not going to so be a one point solution. Your answer is in our our little everyday life, we then like to, uh, in our mission towards solving colorism, what we have to do in our everyday life is um, be aware, um, see something, say something. Because I can't figure out, like, I feel like we're be I, I feel like I, I, I'm looking for the answer to solve to solving um, racism. Yeah, I don't think it's gonna happen. No, right that's now. what I'm saying. It's just it's not something that has a set solution. That's like one and done. I found the cure. Boom. Of course not. It's it's all it's gonna be ongoing. It's gonna die out for a bit. It's and gonna the other thing too. The other thing too is how you're raising your sons. Okay. Period. Period. <laughs> Listen, okay, because uh, I cannot, I cannot for the life of me. This is this is a conversation for another day. Mm-hmm. But I can't understand. I'm I'm trying to choose my words carefully because I don't want to get blasted here. <laughs> conversation for another day. Put this on in the parking lot. But legit, I don't know. How someone can date someone who date or marry someone who is who would never understand how 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 do I want to say this? Who would never be able to understand um, how they feel from day to day situation to situation? I don't get it. So. For me, looking at a black son and say, if I if I hear him <laughs> say the words, oh, I'm going to date this person because, and it has anything to do with a skin color, I'm fighting you right now. Because, oh, look, I'm getting sweaty. Look, hold on. <laughs> I'm rubbing off. I'm getting sweaty. <laughs> because, one, it's like saying to me, right? If he never says something like, um, I want to date this person because I think white is, I, I don't want to say better, but prettier 
or classier or whatever. Well, let's not even make it white, though, me. because we're talking about colorism right now. Not I know, you know. but I'll bring it back, I promise. Okay. What, I, what you're saying to me is, I don't think you are pretty, or I don't think you are... Yeah, that's what I was saying earlier. So, I, so then, now if we want to relate that to colorism, I can bring over the same idea, right? If you are someone who is mega dark skin and have been and have been treated negatively because of the color of your skin then why would you look for someone who is different than you why wouldn't you want someone who would understand your experiences huh. hmm. I'm just saying I'm just a thought I didn't think it all the way through, but it's just it's in my head. It's in my head. Sorry, I changed the conversation. My bad. Go back. Go back. That's fine. Back. It's on topic. I agree with you. Go, go, go back. Go back. I agree with you. Huh? I said I agree with you. In that sense that but yeah, that why would, would I look for? Agree with me. That means you would have to all. You would have to only date light skinned people. I don't wanna. See? <laughs> but so the thing is, but it's not because of their skin color. As I said, I don't go. I wouldn't go by their skin color. Do we have a intellectual convers- um, connection? Because if we don't, then I don't care what your skin color is. If you're over here talking about uh, guns and selling drugs, I don't. I'm not interested in that. I don't care what color your skin color is. I don't want to date nobody that's doing a talking. A, that's all they can talk about. Well, to me, Granted, I can't talk about politics, but I don't. I probably should have done that. I would like to admit that I love a chocolate six pack. Just chocolatey. Just. Yeah, anyway. Okay. Um, So, what you were saying, though, about, you know, I feel like that. I understand what you're saying, but I feel like that is not like the end all be all or whatever, because, like, if. If you're in the same race, you, you, sh- you have a shared culture a lot of times. You know what I mean? Like, so even though your day-to-day experiences might be slightly different, it doesn't mean that you don't understand each other's struggles. Because uh, if, if a light-skinned, like I said earlier at the start of this conversation, if a light-skinned black person walks into a room, in a room full of Caucasians, <laughs> you are still a black person, period. So, and that's, you know, but that's, you know, we're, we're circling, which is fine, but, you know, it's time for us to wrap this up. So, um, what? Already? Yeah. <laughs> I know, we could, you know, we could probably talk about this forever, and I'm sure it's gonna be talked about by a lot of people for a long time because like Price said it's not something that's going to be solved in one and done it's not going to be solved today it's not going to be solved after this conversation but um I just wanted us to like you know discuss it because I feel like it's something that definitely people have to continue to shed light on just just so that other you know just so that other people recognize that this is a problem so you know Especially the young people, the, the, you know, like the ones under 21, you know, for them to realize like, hey, it's a problem. Maybe we need to like pay attention to this, recognize it, whatever. Um, and for me, I don't know, 
Well, let me ask you this, Price. What's your takeaway from this? You're an ageist. Just because I'm not tw- under 21. I'm not talking <laughs> silly. I'm talking about seriously. What's your takeaway? As I said, it's not ever going to be solved. But if I can go through my everyday life and, you know, bring awareness to it somehow, either by, um, you know, say something when I see something or maybe I need to pay more attention when it happens to me. When people are saying it to me, even by doing that, it will help in the long run, I believe. That's my thought. Okay. And what about you, Tanisha? What, what's the question? What What's your takeaway from the discussion about colorism that we just that we've had? I mean, so I think I am going to think about what I, you know. I'm, I'm selfish, so I'm going to personalize it. I'm going to think about how how I can make tiny changes in my little life to um, counteract some of those um, attitudes. So um, uh, everything I can think about sounds super racist. Yeah, that's why I said like if I sit here and say if I if I you know what no I'm not gonna say that I'm just I honestly I just have to be aware and I have to be aware of my privilege because sometimes I'm not aware of it really um and then I also have to be aware of other people um and I think honestly I think if you it, it, it has to be a per person um shed light on it make small changes in your personal life kind of thing because my brain is not big enough to think about a blanket way to solve it all i agree makes sense um and my takeaway i think at the end of the day like we've been saying we just have to recognize that one colorism does exist you know um so we have to continue to recognize it, continue to talk about it, and shed light on the problem. That way, we could hopefully learn to come to some type of a, um, you know, I don't want to say a solution, but a solution, you know? Um, and I think we have to, you know, acknowledge our humanity and, and where we stand and what we're doing. And then lastly, and I think most importantly, because we're talking about, a race of people here. It's not we're talking racism. We're talking colorism and shadism in a ra- one race of people. I think that we really need to just love ourselves, period. You know, like, just love yourself. Love your light skin. Love your dark skin. Love your medium tone. Love your, you know, high brown, high midnight blue, whatever. Like, love it all. Love yourself. And I think that would just be great. <laughs> Well, guys, thank you guys so much for uh, listening to us ramble on and have fun and discuss this topic, even, you know, it's a serious topic, Um, but we're glad that you came and listened to us shed some light on this topic, and hopefully you'll join us for the next one. We like to discuss things that are trendy, controversial. (laughs) Maybe and you learned something. Yes. I have learned the word. What is it? Cock void. <laughs> wow. Nice price. I'm going to have so much fun. At least you didn't learn something. You didn't take anything away. At least you learned that word. Cock <laughs> <laughs>
All right. Well, thank you guys for listening to our podcast and catch you on the next one. Bye. Bye. Bye.